Welcome back to the Empowered Podcast with your host Emily and Emma. Welcome to our fourth episode. We have taken a little break from recording because I was at the beach. Mm-hmm. I got to take a little family vacation to Virginia Beach, which was really nice. It was nice to be outside in the sun. One of my best friends from school lives in Virginia Beach, so I got to see her. So it was just a very nice little week of break. 18, almost 19 years living in Virginia, never have been to Virginia Beach (laughs) once. And I go to school literally 45 minutes away. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that sometime. Maybe. Um, Let's see. Last week we had 4th of July, which was interesting with the current political climate going on. And the Um, pandemic. (laughs) That too. Um, Usually my family would either be with my family in Rhode Island right now or we would be at some sort of or we would have been at some sort of fourth of July party but we really didn't feel like being with a lot of people and we didn't really do a lot anyway so we just had some burgers um and my sister came with her boyfriend so we all had burgers and then one of my sister's best friends and Emma came and we watched Hamilton in our backyard which we will talk about later because yeah. I have a lot to say oh I love Hamilton I'm a theater nerd it's mm-hmm. very important to me um, and I also got my third ear piercing, which I've been wanting for a while, so that was fun. Interesting during a pandemic, too, but that was all cool and safe. Anyways, so, speaking of our the pandemic, this is going to be our quarantine episode. Talking about all things good, bad, fun, ugly, boring, all the things have to do with what we've been up to the last couple mm-hmm. months, sort of stuck inside our houses. So first and foremost, we're going to just put it out there please follow CDC guidelines we have been seeing on the news that there's upticks in cases in the majority of the states across the country Virginia has been holding steady so far knock on wood but please don't try to go out into public too much if you do please wear a mask don't hang out in giant groups of your friends all over each other posting pictures of it Mm -hmm. because that's one it's kind of insensitive with everything going on and also it's just not safe yeah. to be in these giant groups of people even if you think you're not going to get sick you might pass by someone who might take it home and get someone sick mm-hmm. and so like think, you got to care about other people think about it like this if you don't wear a mask we can't go back to college so please wear a mask please i will do anything i will do me. anything to go back to school i, I am school. i'm going stir crazy right now i really need to be back at school yes all but right we've we've found some new hobbies and things to do since being home Mm -hmm. we both have some sort of job or internship to do um i did get my first real job that's not babysitting so that's fun um uh, monday wednesday friday i wake up at eight o'clock in the morning it's perfectly fine i'm not a morning person but we're getting it done with coffee um yeah that's pretty cool i'm making money that's not like being paid 12 dollars an hour to babysit children so. Yeah, real jobs are very cool. Mm-hmm. I had an internship at a law, a paid internship at a law firm that unfortunately I lost at the very beginning of all of this. But I found this program through AT&T that's basically just a bunch of courses about everything from like human resources, technology to like interview skills and working on resumes. So it's just all these little mini modules and there's live events with different speakers. And a lot of it's been pretty common knowledge some of it's been interesting and then there's a ton of people across the country doing it so I'm in like a LinkedIn group with all these people and then we have 
like a group me so I've gotten to meet a bunch of people from all across the country which it's is good been for really networking cool. in, yes in the future definitely. I'm taking it as a networking opportunity and, and learning just how to as use something LinkedIn because I do not know how to oh, use I don't LinkedIn. know how to use it either like it's, it really I have make a, a lot handshake. Of if you guys know what that is, I do not know how to use That's it. That's how that I much. found this intern. It, they call it an externship, there you but it's go. just because I got an email from it. But no, I don't understand LinkedIn. I told my parents that it's a combination of Facebook and Yelp, <laughs> and I feel like that's about the best way to describe it. Because mm-hmm. you can like leave reviews on people. It's very strange. So that my one of my next steps is working on my resume and creating my LinkedIn to the fullest extent mm-hmm. that I can. But those those are our I probably should start that. Those too. are our least fun things we've mm-hmm. been doing. Um, we've both been reading. I have been a big reader for as long as I can remember. Um, you know, it's hard to read at college though because you're always busy doing things. But like quarantine has really given me an opportunity to like sit down and read a book or like listen to an audiobook. Those are my two favorite things I've been doing right now. So I've been like reading a lot. Um, I'm restarting the Harry Potter series, which is cool. I've been reading a few, like, contemporary books. I read um, Maya Angelou's autobiography. That was cool. Um, yeah, I've read a lot. I am I used to read, like, 100 books a school year in elementary school. Like, I was a big reader. And just as I've gotten older, I've just kind of, my attention span has lowered. But during quarantine, I've read two books, which have, well, I've finished one book. I'm working on the other which have both been really good. The first one's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. She's married to Abby Wambach, the soccer oh, player. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of her whole story of, like, being ba- being married to a man, having these children, and then, like, falling in love with this woman and realizing, like, how much of her life was her just, like, playing into society standards. And it's all about, like, being your truest and, like, freest self. And it's just told in all these little short stories and metaphors. Ooh, that sounds it's, really up my alley. It's so good. I actually, I found out about it from the Schnitt Talk podcast, which is my favorite podcast that I've been listening to. Do we plug Schnitt Talk every episode? We always do. We always plug Schnitt Talk. Because I really we love, love Schnitt Talk. And then the book that I'm reading right now, I actually got through a club I'm in at school. They decided to do a anti-racist book club. So we're reading the book Just Mercy, which is a movie I'd also watched about a person who works to get death row inmates Jamie Foxx is the main guy in it right it's very good it's and Um, they're like working or it's Michael B Jordan I think it's both of them I think I think you're right I think it's both of them because Jamie uh, Jamie Foxx is the guy that's on it's his trial yeah and And then then Michael B Jordan is the lawyer very good movie but it's also been a good book and I'm discussing it next week and I'm excited to see what people have to say but I just I like knowing that I'm doing something Mm contribute to my understanding of all the stuff going on because there's a lot yeah. and I've learned a lot from social media but it's always mm-hmm. better to hear about it from the people it's always that are good to do your it. own education too. and I'm, I'm interested in going into law so from that point of view it was really interesting mm-hmm. seeing yeah. I don't think I'd want to be in courtroom law type stuff but it's still that's really intense yeah it's yeah and death row would be really intense but it's it's nothing I didn't already know because I took sociology last fall and we read a whole book about the criminal justice system and how many issues there are with it. But I watched it with my family and it was just very illuminating to see how this stuff kind of works yeah. and how, how bad things mm-hmm. have been and continue to yeah, be. Yeah, my sorority, I'm in a book club with my sorority for um, like um, a sorority for like spreading awareness about like race relations and stuff like that. So we started with Maya Angelou's autobiography and then we're gonna move on to some other stuff. I recommended The Hate You Give because that is just a wonderful book to read. 
I never read the book, but I saw the movie, and um, it was so great. So, quick synopsis. The Hate You Give is about, like, police brutality. So, this um, African-American girl and this boy are driving back from a party. They haven't been drinking, and he has, like, a broken taillight or something. And, like, the boy, like, reaches for his hairbrush from the car when he's pulled over. Like, he get like, the officer pulls him out of the car, and he reaches in for his hairbrush. And then the cop shoots him thinking that's a gun. And then, like, it starts this huge, like, riot in, in this, um, in this city. And then, like, the girl, like, obviously saw all of it, so she's a witness, which is, like, a lot, di um, different than most of the cases you see. Because it's usually just, like, a single black man, and he's being shot for no reason so that's really interesting too and it talks a lot about like growing up black and how like that's different than like other things so it's like it's really eye-opening I totally re recommend that yeah I watched that movie on a plane I think and it was just oh I it's like heartbreaking I, I cried so much reading the book and watching the movie it's it really breaks my heart and it breaks my heart that things haven't gotten better yeah yet. like you always we always kind of feel like we're always making progress, and it's pretty clear we haven't been making progress fast enough. It seems like it's always, like, two steps forward, one step back. You yeah. Know? Like, um, we're changing names of sports teams, getting more representation in the media and in shows and TV, like, two steps forward, but then you take the step back that, like, there's all this backlash and all this other stuff, which and is... Politicians who are willing to paint things on the street but won't pass actual laws... And it's just, it's very frustrating. Or, like, pass legislation but won't get the people that shot the people arrested. Yeah. And, like, obviously, we're, neither of us are black. We're both white. So no, no. I can't even imagine what it's like for these people. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm way more aware of it now. And I wish I had been No, sooner. we are aware of our privilege, which yeah. is something that we, like, I couldn't say for some people. Yeah. And I've is... also, along with the books, I watched... A documentary called 13 mm, great documentary that is so good it's so scary it talks about it. um you know how jails are like being used there's like, so much to, of our history to, that i didn't know too to lengthen slavery jails are like what slavery now is and it's, the prisons are for profits they make money off of yeah. having people in jail it's it's disgusting Ridiculous. and then i watched a, the tv show called dear white people which is on netflix which also illuminated a lot and I felt was really good and deals with those issues and then also how like mm -hmm. a mixed girl is treated and compared to like a darker black girl and it just it covers a lot while also being really interesting there's like a secret society so I recommend that show as well what are some other shows you've been watching um I'm three quarters of the way through I just got Disney plus to watch Hamilton so I was watching High School Musical, the musical of the series. Oh, I watched that all in one night. I hate it so much, but I love it even more. Because it's so, like, campy, theater kid, mess. But they're all so cute. And it's, oh, my God. I really enjoy it. So I've been, I'm, I think I'm on episode 8 out of 10, maybe. And then so good. Before, like, earlier in the summer, I was watching New Girl. I think I'm two I'm seasons so in. And I really, I really like that, too. Even though I don't really like any of the characters. The only character I like is Schmidt. Every other character. He's annoying, but I'm pretty good spider. Every other character really annoys me. I mean, me. I like Jess. I like Jess. I mean, who doesn't and, like and Jess? And Cece's fine. I really do not like Nick Miller. And no, everyone loves everyone him. Everyone likes Nick Miller, especially, like, on TikTok. And I'm just like, he's not he's a... Toxic. He's toxic. He's an annoying bartender. Like, please. <laughs> My favorite line. Actually, no, I love Winston. I love Winston. Winston is, Winston's he's, is good, too. He's wonderful. But, um, 
I recently just rewatched Private Practice, which is a which is the Grey's Anatomy spinoff um, with Addison Montgomery as the main character. And there's like a, not a lot of great characters on that TV show too. Um, and then I also watched um, How to Get. I finished How to Get Get Away with Murder, the last season. Great TV show. Viola Davis. She's amazing. Is wonderful. And she's then it incredible talks so in everything much, she is. It talks in. so much about race too, because she's being she's a strong black woman that's a lawyer, and like she goes to the Supreme Court, and then everyone is trying to like take her down and stuff like that. So it's also like very relevant, and she's also you know bisexual, and like there's she's so strong, and everyone like tries to take her down, but like they won't win because she's just this strong human. I've always intended to watch that, never done it. It's good. It's only six seasons. It's not long. Only six seasons. Hey, I finished the I finished the last season in like three days. You could yeah. do it. Um, On to my list. And then obviously watched Hamilton a lot. Yes. Do we want to talk about Hamilton now? Yes. Okay. I watched Hamilton the night it came out with my family, and then the next night I went over to Emily's and watched it again. Yeah. Because I've had this whole thing memorized since like 2016. I love it so much. I wasn't that into it, like, when the play came out, because obviously, you know, I'm not going to go see it and spend this much money to go see it. But, like, I knew about it. I knew, like, some of the songs, but, like, I was excited to watch it, too. And we thought, like, that would be good for the 4th of July, you know, because it's patriotic. And, you know, you, you see the revolution and stuff like that. So, um, we got this projector off of Amazon, like, a month ago, and we were planning to, like, show a movie for my sister's birthday but instead um I think it like rained or something so we were just like let's watch Hamilton so um we had a screen and that was um so it, it was <laughs> sewed together and then it was um looped through some poles and then those poles were like nailed in the ground and then that was like against the house and then we had the projector on a table and then we had everyone like in a semicircle around the projector, socially distant. distant, of course. I mean, I was on a blanket like in the front because I was like, eh. um, uh, yeah. But it was, it, it was wonderful, and like I was like drinking my drink, and like everyone, it was it was wonderful. It was a great experience. Yeah, my favorite characters in it have always been like Lafayette and Jefferson, because that's played by Lafayette. the same actor, David Diggs. Love who I love so much. And then such a good singer. And then. King George, King George is just the funniest um, character. Same actor that plays Kristoff on Frozen. He's just so funny. He doesn't blink when he sings. And he spits a lot. He spits it's, so much. Like, he's such like a minor character, but it's totally for comedic relief. He comes on and the whole audience just cracks up. And you know. all of his songs are like written as breakup songs because you know, he's the king of England and then it's... um breaking up with the u.s yeah. it is just it's so funny and comedic and like it all sounds so upbeat but then he's like i'll kill, I'll your, kill your friends family. and family yeah. to remind you of my love and it's like oh my gosh yeah and he just dances and moves his shoulders he has a whole like dance break at one point mm. and he's like dancing in his chair oh he's uh, it's so just, funny it's such a well-done musical and yeah. like the women in it are just so strong and talented like they're, they're, everyone in that show is so everyone talented. is so good like, the I, whole cast is talented i could talk about this show for like years mm -hmm. which is and ever since i watched it I, like the songs just kind of rotate through in my head it's all i really think about right now so that's interesting mm -hmm. but wow. i i've learned how to i'm a bad singer but i can sing along to the songs even the fast ones pretty well <laughs> i can't do the raps the raps don't happen 
cabinet battle one and cabinet battle two and oh, just wraps. those are so good so though. good um if you haven't seen it um it's a cabinet battle between um jefferson. hamilton and jefferson and it's a rap battle because and they're going george back washington forth. is the president and he's like yeah in charge of it so and, you have uh, tj so tj's your secretary of state and then hamilton's your secretary of the treasury and they're just going back and forth just about insulting it. each other it is so great uh, just, if you've never listened to hamilton like just pick a couple songs and listen to them because there's everything in this there's like the broadway ballads which is like wait for it the room mm. where it happened like those are so broadway yeah and there's the cabinet battles which are like very rap mm. and then there's like your hip-hop songs with um my shot that's really yeah. good and then you have like your love songs with helpless and then you have like your female empowerment yeah skylar sisters too. i think it's supposed sisters. to be like destiny Ch destiny's child, destiny's sort child of thing. Ask, yeah but like the there's there's just everything in this show. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend. I don't think there's a bad song in it. Just a warning though, Act 2 gets really depressing. Yes. I Every time Act 1 finishes, I'm like, darn. Like you get through three songs of Act 2 and then you're like, oh. Everything's oh. crashing down. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're all dead and oh my goodness. People are dying down. left and right. It, just gets, it gets very crazy all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. But just, ugh, um, it's so good. I'm so happy we got it. Yeah. Because um, I had a boot, I've had a bootleg of it that was sent around <laughs> my theater department in high school. I've had that for like three years. My whole family put it on the TV and watched it. But it's so much better when I can see the dancing and the staging and like the lighting and the facial I love the stage, how it moves too. Yeah, the stage is like a rotating platform. Mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderfully done. Like I'm not going to say it's the best musical of all time because I haven't seen a ton and I don't think I can say that. But it's, it's it's wonderful. It's really special. Yeah. And really cool. Definitely, like, listen to some songs. Definitely um, watch it if you have the opportunity to. Like, And it's, it's really good at educating um, on um, Hamilton and, like, another part it, of the revolution yeah, that we don't really learn about. And it portrays about. all of them. All the founding fathers is very flawed, which is something that I have always found interesting. And especially in this time when there's so much discussion of statues and history, it's mm -hmm. good to see that it's not, like... Yeah. Like, I think the only one who really gets out clean is George Washington, which isn't exactly fair, but he also doesn't get that much attention. Mm -hmm. But, like, it makes Jefferson look pretty bad. And plus, and Hamilton, Hamilton was, like, bad. his right-hand man, right man anyway, yeah. and Hamilton, like, did a lot for him. Like, he wrote his farewell speech, which is, like, one of the best speeches that's mm -hmm. ever been written. And, like, um, George Washington's pleas for, like, like not having a two-party system, even though we have a two-party system now and yes. stuff like that. There's so much stuff in there that ha that is going on now in this country, which is, like, really interesting. But also, don't take Hamilton as a documentary. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's really ill-advised. Like, Aaron Burr, the main villain, like, committed treason and tried to start another country. Like, that's not covered in the musical, but it's part of his, like, weird history. Yeah. Like, you There's can't... only so much you can fit into a, an, into a two-hour musical. Don't take any I don't think any piece of art is really intended to be taken as it is and like I think people who are like yeah. who are like this is history it's like no it's, it's one art. person's how what he thinks it's an interpretation from, he read a book turned it into a musical so there's there's so many stages where things were lost like do it as your jumping off point and enjoy it as a work of art not as and even documentaries can have bias. everything has bias yeah. I think that's something I've also learned during this quarantine is you have to take everything you read and watch and listen to with a grain of salt and look at it in terms of the surroundings so that's just a mm -hmm. just a disclaimer but it's it's great it's catchy 
Yeah. yeah. I love it so much. Um, another thing I watched on Netflix was Athlete A. So that's a documentary about um, the sexual assault scandal with USA Gymnastics. And um, I was really into gymnastics, like, during the Olympics and stuff like that. And then, like, as soon as, like, that story broke, like, I was really interested. And, like, I follow a few of the gymnasts on Instagram and like I saw like them like doing their gymnastics in college and like really thriving so I was like really interested to see like how this all happened and it was so crazy to me that this all happened like there was like a big cover-up by USA Gymnastics like the FBI apparently like was supposed to like investigate and they didn't like it is crazy and these are like children that are being like abused so it's crazy that like the government and the police like didn't look into this more when they got these um claims and they're so i because i've seen speeches and documentaries and stuff on it before there's so many girls that this happened to it wasn't four it was it was like 50, it was 50 or more than 50 it's more than 100 girls. yeah and this happened like over the span of like 20 years so you have to imagine at least maybe 15 of them reported it probably more and just the fact that no one ever thought that, hey, maybe, like, I'm... It just shows how corrupt, like, sports can be. Because, like, the head of USA Gymnastics used to be this guy that was, like, a marketing guy. He wasn't even, like, a sports guy or anything. Like, he just wanted to market USA Gymnastics as much as it could, like, make them super popular. And because USA Gymnastics is, like, a really strong powerhouse, like, they were, like, getting all these commercials and brand deals and stuff like that. But no one cared about the girls at all, which really breaks my heart. Because, like, you should care about your athletes more than anything else. And, like, I think they're moving into the right direction now. But, like, Simone Biles is one of the girls that was abused. And yeah. she's the best gymnast in the world. Like, no doubt about it. She's won five world championships, uh, gold medals. Like, she is the best. And she's, like, change still needs to happen. So, like, if she's saying that, then there still needs to be some change. And, like, you should listen to your athletes when they're speaking. Like, maybe, like, ask them what they what should be done better and, like, go from there. Yeah, and I mean, at least he's been put away, which is good. Yeah. But it took I think so he has like long. four life sentences. Yeah, as he should. Yeah. Because there's no way to ex- There's no way to there's say, no well, excuse. he didn't really do it. Yeah. No one is going to. And then, along with all the sexual abuse stuff, he had like so much child pornography on his computers, too, which is insanely disgusting. He's just gross. He's a gross. There's a lot of really gross people. He's a vile out there. human being. And it's just, it's scary that institutions are willing to just cover it up instead of doing anything about it they're willing to cover it up just to get money which is the worst capitalism man Mm. everyone just wants to make money let's move on so we started this podcast because we were both bored in quarantine i think we've talked touched a little bit on this yes you know this is our we joked about it for a really long time too honestly yeah we were like what if we started a podcast that'd be so funny jk jk unless 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 and so i just i did a little research and i was like oh hey i think we can do this Mm -hmm. and also i've always really loved social media and that kind of stuff so i jumped at the chance to starting a brand yeah i get to use my social media skills yeah whatever i picked up to and you know connect with people that we wouldn't necessarily connect with in our normal lives like it's super cool i feel like i've learned a lot about how different things work and how just i've taught to teach myself how to use the app first of all Mm -hmm. and then just there's like these rss feeds which is how things get transmitted from like one app to the other and it's just it's very new and interesting and something not a lot of people have done Hopefully, I'll, we will do this long enough that I can put it on my resume because I'd really like that. Yeah. 
things. I think it's, it shows that we wanted to start something and we did it. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to things that we would have been doing this summer if there was no quarantine. Uh, this makes me really <laughs> This is a very emo part of the podcast. All right, let's. So besides my internship, which I was pretty excited about, we had some fun stuff planned. Yeah, we always have, um, or I always make a bucket list for us in the summer because we never truly finish everything on our bucket lists from the other summers. And you know, it's all about like going on adventures, going on cool hikes, exploring our state, which is very huge. Yes. Like I never notice how big our state is because it goes so far west. So like you could be going like like eight hours of driving and still be in Virginia, mm -hmm. which is totally crazy. And to we're me. also we're so close to DC, and I feel like I haven't adequately explored and spent time in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. We also like doing photo shoots, which is always fun. Yeah. Because that's always cool. That always, I mean, that always sucks that we can't do that. And, you know, how many summers are we going to have left where we don't have internships or, or like jobs or other jobs. stuff to do all this? Like, yes, you could do, like, some stuff on the weekends, but it's not the same as, like, okay, Monday, let's do, like, this in D.C. Tuesday, let's do something else. Wednesday. Yeah. Like, I might try to stay in Charlottesville one summer and do class or work there. Yeah. Like, you just never know. So it's, it stinks that we have to do everything from six feet apart. Mm -hmm. this, like Especially. we are we are sitting separated right now for closer we're wearing a mask we're taking this very seriously yeah because my family especially has been taking it really seriously mm -hmm. as they should everyone should um and the thing that you know thing that hurts the most yeah is lover fest august 1st we were we were be getting we, ourselves to Boston somehow. Um, I mean I have family up yeah. there so we probably would have stayed to with them or something Taylor Swift at Taylor Foxborough, her like festival lover fest. She never really announced any other details, so I'm not really sure who else we're missing yet. But it got pushed off to some point next year, and we, we just probably won't be able to go. We return the tickets. It's yeah. just it was a good amount of money, and our lives. We don't know what they're gonna look like in a year, so I won't be getting to see Taylor Swift for a couple more years. And I'm really I'm disappointed. Depressing. Yeah, I'm I'm sad because she's too. only having. Loverfest East and Loverfest West. There's only two. So like this would be a really like special like only her most intense fans would have experienced this mm -hmm. and I was really excited to kind of have that. And, we could and because also explore it was, Boston a little bit too because there was I've only, only one there on once, yeah. the East Coast there'd be people fans from everywhere, you know, even like Midwest people would like be coming yeah. too. Yeah, and, be, and then, like, I'd be able to meet from, like, probably all the way, a lot of cool people like, down the coast and stuff like that. I'm so sad. I know. Like I saw people that were like we should all make everyone should make like friendship bracelets and do like pass them out pass them that around like that would have been so cute and i'm just yeah. upset to be missing that so another concert i'm missing is the lumineers concert that was going to be in virginia beach at the amphitheater um i'm really sad about that i really love the lumineers a lot and um i've never seen them before and they're one of my favorite bands and i was just really excited to go and then <sighs> yeah i was hoping to like go to jiffy lube again which is this concert venue sort of near us we went one time last year we saw who was it it was flow Flo rida and tlc and nelly and nelly it was bizarre now it's like a weird group of like early 2000s people we didn't that know three quarters touring. of the songs but it was and wonderful everyone around us was older than us too 
yeah everyone was like we were definitely the youngest people there but we were only there because it was like the time we could go and it was like cheap tickets because they're like on on a lawn and stuff like yeah, that yeah and i'd never been there and it's like a big thing in our area so i wanted to go so when i went off to college i was like oh yeah i've been to jiffy lube <laughs> so yeah i was hoping to do more of that i was i have a handful of friends in virginia beach and i go there every summer so i was hoping that i was gonna get to see all of my friends and we were gonna get to like hang out or actually go do things mm -hmm. and I got to see my friend Jess which was really really nice but like we had to sit six feet apart at the beach yeah. go into the ocean six feet apart and it was like really awkward yeah I miss my friends from school too me too and then my some of my sorority sisters some of my friends from school are doing little beach weeks or beach weekends in August and my parents and I decided it's not they don't feel it's safe. I don't feel it's safe for me to go, which is very understandable. And it's frustrating to me that all these people are going on vacations, but it also sucks because I know I'm going to see all these people that I know and I love like hanging out together, taking pictures and me not being there is going to suck. But FOMO. yes, very, I've had that very bad recently and will continue to, but my <laughs> safety is very important. I'll, I, I'll do anything to get to go back to school. I definitely already said that, but I think people are being kind of careless right now and that's yeah. going to really hurt our chances of going back and staying back. Mm -hmm. So if yeah. any of you are college students who aren't listening to CDC, CDC guidelines. the scientists or like your school probably is sending out something like how you're going to be able to go back to school. You're probably going to have to wear a mask at all times. Like this is not a choice. This is going to be mandatory. And if you don't do it, there's going to be some sort of consequence for you. So take it seriously now. Masks aren't that hard. Like I'm wearing my mask right now. I just put it on and like it's hot, but I'm fine. So like yeah. wear your mask. Yours so is cute. Can... It has a little UVA I have a little logo UVA on mask. it. But like wear your mask so that we can go back to school mm -hmm. and stay there. Because if we all go to school and we all just stay there, see how it goes, and no one comes in or out, in two weeks we'll see. Who knows? And we can Cases control might go it. down because all the kids are going to be at school and not like going off of everywhere. Yeah, if we can get like two or three weeks of it controlled and no one's coming in or out, we can pretty much go back to somewhat normal. Mm -hmm. But people are going to be careless and are going to go out to crowded bars or frat basements and I just I really hope frat everyone's basements. safe that really just you will not catch me, me in a frat house for at least until there's a vaccine until there's a vaccine yeah and everyone's gotten it because that's I don't I'm, I, really I don't want to like, go on a big vax rant but I don't know how they're going to regulate it though me neither which really scares me the thing how vaccines work is they're not 100% effective like it's likely it'll be between 50 and 75% effective which would be fine if 100% of the population got it but if 75% of the population gets it and it's 50% effective that's not enough people to have any sort of immunity yeah so it's just I really hope this country can pull themselves together and not be so selfish because America is very individualistic which is why we've had such an issue mm -hmm. If other countries like Italy can do it and do it well, then why can't we? Italy, Italy had, had it way worse. So than bad, us. so early. Yeah, we, they didn't know anything about it, and they tamped it down. We know a lot more now. And then people are just like not doing it because it takes away from your rights. No, your rights are to be alive and to like do things you want to. This is for your safety. Wear a mask. Yeah, that's that's that.
just be safe, please. Also with planes, like United Airlines isn't like, they're not keeping their, mi their middle seat open for more socially distant riding anymore. They're selling all of their tickets. I mean, I don't even know if all their planes are gonna be sold out anymore because so many people are so hesitant to fly, but um, it's just dumb. Making money is not more important than the safety of your it's, passengers. It's pretty gross how many people care about money over Like, I safety. understand yeah. that people need money to live. Like, small businesses and stuff, I get it. I get where you're coming from. But it's these big corporations that could survive off their super rich CEO's paychecks perfectly fine that are really bothering me because you have to care about people first. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't. All right, let's bring this home with a final message. Please wear your mask. Please follow CDC guidelines. Please don't go into public if you really do not have to. Um, Watch movies, read books. There's plenty of things to do, do inside. Do things to keep yourself busy inside. And I haven't even been going to the grocery store for the past three months. So if I'm not like losing my mind, you'll be fine if you stay inside a little more. Mm -hmm. that's, that's all I gotta say. Just be safe. Think about other people. Yeah, think about other people. It's not that hard. You don't have to put yourself in harm's way. You're literally keeping yourself safe and other people safe. It's like, it's a win-win. You're not getting sent off to battle, you're staying home. Or you're wearing a mask. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that deep, man. I think that's, that's all we have to say. All right, what's your song of the week? My song of the week is called The Skylar Sisters from Hamilton. Great tune. It's, it's the first song that I that really caught my eye when I listened to it. We already talked because, about it a little bit. Yeah, we already <laughs> talked about it a little bit, but it's all like women's empowerment. They're like, if especially all in men this, are created this, equal, but yeah. if I meet Thomas Jefferson, I'm going to compel him to include women in the sequel. I know the choreography to the song. You can probably look, if you don't have Disney Plus, look up the song on YouTube. That song's a great song. Honestly, I'd put the whole album in the playlist if I could. So listen to the whole cast album, but... That's about it. What's your song this week? Um, my song of the week is Budapest by George Ezra. Um, it's just a really fun, upbeat song. It makes me smile. Um, definitely need a lot of that in this gloomy time and place that we're in right now. So yeah, um, uh, we will link our Spotify, which will have these songs and our songs from previous weeks in the Instagram and in the bot and the. Um, description of this podcast um so follow us on instagram at m.powerpodcast to keep up with us know when we post um we're gonna list in detail all the things we've recommended in this episode so you can find them mm -hmm. and let us know if you've read any or interested or like yes them. please let us know if our recommendations like were great like if you really liked them or like if you didn't like them that's fine too like let us know yeah tell me what your favorite hamilton song is if you've heard it yes that's all I got to say. Um, have a wonderful day, night, whenever you're listening to this. Um, hopefully you listen to our next episode too. And we will talk to you again soon.